The Roots team is proud to bring you Strengthen Your Roots, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into connecting with teammates on topics like leadership, as well as personal and professional skill building. Welcome back to the Strengthen Your Roots podcast. I'm Austin Fichter, financial officer in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I'm the Roots teammate who gets the privilege of hosting this month's episode. This month, we'll be highlighting Crew, which is the newest employee resource group in our associations. Today, we are fortunate enough to have Ryan Coleman and Tessa Jenners joining us from the Crew leadership team. Thank you both for joining us today. You bet. Yeah, thanks for having us. Before we get started with the questions about Crew, can you both introduce yourselves? Sure, so um, my name's Ryan Coleman, as you stated. I've worked here for about 10 years now. Um, the first nine years I was working out of the Broken Bow office and then recently uh, took the role of the operations leader in Southeast Nebraska. Outside of work, uh, we have four kids, so basically whatever they're demanding from us at that moment is what we're doing and usually revolves around sports or being outside somehow. Great, thanks Ryan. Yeah, and my name's Tessa Jenners. Um, I've worked here since April of 2014, so that's about eight and a half years. Um, I started my career in the corporate lending side as a dairy specialist, um, but then moved into the business solutions manager um, just for corporate lending. Um, when we did the switch, I became a product owner um, on the business solutions team. So I've owned many products, uh, but I currently own Agrolytic and Pinpoint. Um, outside of work, I've been married to my husband, Aaron, for 11 years, um, and I also have two daughters, Olivia, who is 10 and in fifth grade, and Scarlett, who is five and just started kindergarten. Uh, I mainly just haul them all over the place, um, but we are a big sports family, so we do like to attend um, Creighton events and also some high school events um, in our community. Awesome. Thanks, Tessa. Regarding questions about crew, I'd like to start out by learning a little bit more about crew. So you, can you give us a rundown of how crew got started and what the mission of crew is? You bet. So I believe the idea started with one of our analysts, Chelsea Kaufman. Um, I think as she was coming back from maternity leave and doing some things re revolving around her family and trying to manage work at the same time, um, she kind of felt like we could do a little bit better about supporting each other and supporting families um, as an association. So she kind of gathered a, um, a group to see what that meant as far as how we could serve as an ERG. And then I believe it's been about a year now. Well, actually this week we just celebrated the first year anniversary of CREW. Um, and what CREW really is is just, just that. It's supporting employees as they lead their families and helping them to be the best they can be at work. Um, you know, you feel most productive at work, I think, when you are happy at work, and, or excuse me, when you're happy in your family life, in your personal life. And we're just trying to make that a little bit easier and um, embracing the crazy uh, at home and making it so that we feel less distracted at work. So Tessa, what have Crew's main initiatives been so far and how did you decide to pursue those things? Yeah, so first and foremost, just kicking off, um, I honestly had no idea like how much effort an ERG would even be. Um, and just coming up with a name, it took us a while just to come up with the name crew. Uh, but some of the things we've started with um, have been the crew addition boxes. Um, this was one of our main initiatives this year. We started this uh, because we wanted teammates to really value their maternity or 
you know, now we have paternity leave. Um, so, so showing them that we care about their well-being um, is really what we wanted to promote. Um, we also have been doing the Crew Getting Real series. So this is a video series where we go inside of teammates' homes. Um, this is to get to know other families and their different challenges. Uh, we knew a lot of teammates enjoyed going into our ELT um, leaders' homes in the past, so we thought how awesome it would be for our teammates and what they are up to. Um, there's no script in these, and we really wanted to showcase um, how they, you know, their real-life moments, just how they um, do maybe th their wake-up or at, at night of how they're being together. So um, this has definitely been a hit, um, and we have more to come soon on that. Uh, we did host Dr. Fit and Fabulous, um, and we hosted her because she's a local OBJYN. Um, she's also an influencer, and you know that's really a lot about what's in society these days. Um, but she also talks a lot about nutrition. Um, so when she was here, um, I know she talked about the five pillars of health, uh, which was health, nutrition, exercise, sleep, and stress. Um, and there was a lot of engagement with the audience, so hopefully we can find another speaker like her soon. Um, we also have an event coming up in October with Home Instead um, around aging adults uh, and senior care. Um, and then the All ERG conference coming up in November. Wow, that's a lot, yeah, a lot there, going on. And Ryan, I don't know if you have more on the Home Instead event coming up in October, but... Yeah, so basically just uh, throwing out some overall resources available to people as they're caring for maybe their parents or other aging adults. Um, the expert that we have coming in to talk is very knowledgeable, and then we're hoping to maybe have some some breakouts of additional series from that into the next year. That's a lot of good, a lot of good resources, and sounds like some good things coming up on the horizon too. So I know a lot of those initiatives have gone over really well, and yeah, I've enjoyed watching those videos of yeah getting to know some of the teammates a little better at their homes. Yeah, those are pretty powerful, I think. Just it's showing, you know, all of us have other things going on at home and they can really affect how we perform at work. And just seeing that other people go through uh, craziness at home as well and uh, maybe we can make connections for people of, uh, to help support each other as well. Why did you join the crew leadership team and why are you passionate about the group? Um, I joined crew because I wanted to be part of the future. Um, the world is constantly changing, just like the workforce is changing. Um, with COVID, we saw a lot of remote work being more common, but also how people work um, in general. So I just wanted to help be the voice of, of change in the workplace when it comes to families. I also wanted to meet more people who are in that stage of life as me. Um, also, my dad recently passed of cancer and just ho maybe helping people in the future with um, things that they're going through. You know, as I mentioned before, my wife and I have four kids and we've been married for 20 years now. And uh, just the things that we've been through, you know, we've been through raising kids, um, health issues. Uh, we've been through adoption type stuff recently. We've dug into foster care and just going through all that. I think a lot of my support group was my coworkers. Um, shout out to my Broken Bow teammates there. And um, and now down in southeast Nebraska, just, you know, you come to work and you, you can talk about things with each other, get support from your teammates. And, uh, you know, not everybody has that. Maybe some people are working from home. Uh, maybe you're new to the association. So how can crew help provide that support for you um, so that we all feel like we, we're receiving support for our personal lives at work as well? Well, yeah, it sounds like some really good reasons to be involved with 
crew and appreciate all the all the work that you're putting into it. Uh, in your opinion, what are some of the most important conversations that families should be having with each other? Uh, this is truly my opinion, but I really think open communication, um, especially if you have kids, you may be going in multiple directions. Um, so it's, a, it's really important to just um, communicate clearly and also try to stay positive. There's so much negativity on TV and kids are seeing it. I mean, we're seeing it. So um, just to try to stay positive, I would say. And also tell the ones you love them, you love them. Um, life is so short. Um, you never know what will happen tomorrow. And as far as what are the most important conversations, I kind of agree with Tessa. It's more about the fact that are you having conversations with your family and open conversations, you know, what what we want our family to stand for or our, our partnership and our marriage or significant other, what, what what's important to us, and then making sure that, you know, as we discipline our kids or help drive their engagement and things that they do, um, is it really tying to the values that you want to set as a family? Do your families have any traditions or routines that have been particularly fun or helpful? Yeah, so like I said earlier, a lot of our traditions have revolved around sports and uh, being outdoors. Um, we've had a lot of fun camping trips as a family. You know, um, as we raised four kids, we didn't always have a whole bunch of money to spend on vacations, but just connecting to nature, sitting around a bonfire. Um, a lot of our best times as a family have, have really revolved around a bonfire. Hopefully that doesn't mean my kids will be py pyromaniacs as adults, but, but it's been uh, powerful times that we can talk together. Yeah, my tradition is, since I was a little girl, we've been going to Okaboji um, every summer, and it's always the second week of August. And now that we've been going, I feel like every time we go, I see someone from Farm Credit, the more people I meet. Um, but we stay at West Oaks, and that's really close to Arnold's Park um, in the Emporium, which I like to shop. Um, and there's usually always a free concert that Saturday evening that we arrive, so it's just fun to create memories there. Um, I, th I don't think I've missed a year with my kids because um, I even took Scarlett, who's now five, when she was two weeks old. So um, another thing that started this year is I pick up my kids um, from school twice a week. Um, the kids are so happy when I like get there, and I feel like that's really a highlight of my week. So I really enjoy picking them up and then going back home to work for a few hours. But it's just those little things that make me happy, like the the flexibility that we have that option that's just it it really does make me happy so are are either of you do you have any traditions or routines that you'd like to start with your family i think that as my kids are turning into adults i think it's important that we start uh, encouraging them to go back to to the communities that they're landing in now and uh uh, give back to the communities we've been active in church ministries and things like that but my kids you know as they start getting into the work world, um, it's important to me that they see that value and, and give back to the communities as well. You know, also as people make plans for, you know, growing older and things like that, I think it is important that you start having conversations with your kids and your parents about, you know, the uncomfortable stuff like the financials and the, you know, making estate planning. As we've seen, as I've seen as a financial officer in the past, um, families can go through a really difficult time as parents are aging and, um, and leaving behind an operation. And I think it's just really important that you have those important conversations, set up a will, and make it clear to, to your kids what's important to you um, as you pass on your legacy. Yeah, yeah, I haven't really thought about it much, um, but 
I mean, obviously I need to go to church more, uh, <laughs> but also I think giving back is a good one that I need to start too. So thanks Ryan for talking about that. You know, we do like yesterday, my daughter is in Girl Scouts, so they did pick up trash, but uh, for, for a park, but we do need to do more um, as a family like that. What are some of the best pieces of advice or encouragement you've received about parenting? I would say to get to know your kids' friends' parents and then be okay with asking for help. Uh, my husband had a knee injury this year um, where he had to do PT twice a week and I really needed help so it was good to know that I had people willing to help me and also like now I have actually more help because they just offer the help now. Um, but I think it's also good to know the parents of the friends and also get to know the friends because as the older they get, they start telling you things. So I feel like that's important too. Totally. You know, thinking back to raising our kids, I think early on in, in their childhood, um, some of the best advice we got was, you know, set your rules and then stick to them. Don't, uh, don't bend your values or, or the expectations you have for them. Just be consistent where it can be confusing to kids and, and, and discouraging. Um, and then just as they grew up, um, it was about uh, no conversation is off the table if there's something on their mind. And no matter how uncomfortable it is for you as a parent, um, I think it's important that kids can, can have those conversations with you. Because if they're not talking to you about those uncomfortable things, they're going to ask somebody else. And you want to make sure that it's somebody that's giving them good, good advice. Do you have any, any tips on like specifically how to handle some of those uncomfortable conversations as a parent? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I would say just, just never act shocked when, when your kids bring things up. I can, my, my youngest, who's 15 now, he would find the most awkward moments to, to bring up a serious conversation. And uh, it could be in the middle of a store or <laughs> right in, during a Christmas dinner, but just never <laughs> asking shocked because you don't want to discourage them from asking uh, curious questions. and. Um, and if you don't know the answers, just, you know, just as we would at work, just follow back up with them and, and get them the answers they need or, or help them fully understand what's going on. Yeah, thank you. Those are some good things to think about. I've got a one and a half year old that there's, yeah, some need for some of these, these things to start showing up in my parenting. So thanks for that info. What are some of your favorite family-related books and resources? We don't follow um, Dave Ramsey to a T, but I do try to instill good saving um, spending habits with the kids. Um, there's so many little treasures and stuff that they see in the store, and they always want something. So just trying to limit that so they don't always need everything in life. Um, I'm also reading a book um, myself called Let Them Play um, about sports parenting. Um, I do like to coach a little bit on the sidelines and I wanna do better. <laughs> so I'm hoping that this Let Them Play book will really help with that. I, I think that maybe if I sit farther away from the other parents, because sometimes they get me riled up and then I start <laughs> saying things. So I just gotta do better at that. So that's one thing that I'm, I'm reading and I don't know if it's a good resource yet, but it had high reviews. I can imagine that would be difficult as a parent. <laughs> yeah, Dave Ramsey's a really good one to, to help your kids learn how to manage their finances. Um, I, I can't say that I have any real great uh, books that I've, 
uh, read about family. Uh, I guess faith is really important in our families. So as far as resources, just uh, getting our kids active in the church and uh, that they have other adults they can turn to and other friends that can hold them accountable. Um, but then that's also been a huge resource for us as we've gone through difficult situations, just having that community to, to talk to and be your support group. And if faith isn't your deal, um, just having that, that small circle of friends that you can go to and turn to when you are, you know, like Tessa said, having um, health issues like surgeries and things like that, people you can fall back on, that's huge. All right, before we get to the last couple questions, I'm going to switch gears here for a minute and ask a few rapid fire questions to get to know you better. So maybe Tessa, you can answer first and then, then Ryan. Good. And we don't need a ton of explanation, but if you feel like it's needed, <laughs> feel free to offer that. But where did you go on your last vacation? So we went to Okaboji last, but my big last biggest one is we took the kids to Cape Cod. So I, mm. I did want to mention that one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and mine was going to Spearfish, South Dakota, moving our daughter to college a couple weeks ago. What is your favorite dessert? I would say apple crisp or French silk pie. Anything cheesecake. Yum. <laughs> With apple crisp, do you put ice cream or Cool Whip on it? Or? So I'm a little weird. I do not like ice cream. I do okay. like Cold Stone cake batter, but that's probably like just a ton of sugar. So, <laughs> but I do favorite. not like ice cream. <laughs> All right. What is the best Halloween costume you've ever worn? So I wore a giant smiley face um, that my mom made, but it was huge. <laughs> I didn't really do a whole lot of Halloween growing up, but I think I was a punk rock band person for about four years in a row in elementary and spray painted the hair and all that. Oh man. <laughs> Early 90s. I'm having a hard time picturing that, but maybe we'll have to dig up a... Uh, I think that memory just needs to stay in the past. <laughs> <laughs> what is your go-to pastime? I would say probably a young adult or drama on Netflix or a sporting event. Yeah, mine would be between watching Husker sports, as sad as it's been in some areas lately, and, and still sitting around the bonfire. What is your favorite season of the year? I would say summer, just because we're not as rushed. Definitely fall for me. Goes with the bonfire theme. <laughs> That's true. It's a great season for bonfires. This episode's podcast ponder question is... Do you have a pet? If so, what type of animal are they and what is their name? So we do have a golden retriever. She's blonde. Um, her name is Harper. Uh, my personal pet is a cat named Dimitri. Um, he's an odd critter. Um, he's a Russian cat. And then my wife has four dogs, so our house is always crazy. I guess I did forget about the cat, but the cat came with my husband and I hate cats. Her name's Emma. And he advised to me that they live for 20 years. And so I was like, oh gosh. I tried to act allergic at first, but it didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So Ryan, how do you know if a cat is Russian or not? <laughs> well, um, I hate to admit this, but my wife paid way too much money for it because it's a purebred something or other that was imported or its dad was imported so I don't know I did not look at the check and I'm glad I didn't but it's a funny cat. Gotcha. 
it's kind of like the angry cat face with the big eyes and okay. folded ears. And, yeah. Okay, cool. Do you like to plan ahead or be spontaneous? I would say like for work stuff, I would be plan ahead, but I'm mostly spontaneous. I'm definitely more on the spontaneous side, probably. And what is your favorite movie to quote? I would say The Sandlot. Oh, that's a good one. For me, it's probably definitely uh, Christmas Vacation. Those are, those are both some good, good <laughs> movies. I can think of some quotes from those right now. All right, so to wrap up, um, could you, I know we've already touched on it a little bit, but could you give us a little rundown of what is coming up on the horizon for crew? Yeah, so like Tessa said, we're uh, going to be hosting a, um, a webinar on caring for uh, family members as they age soon and then the OERG conference. You know, as we get into the next year, we're still going to be doing these getting real with crew videos. And uh, But I would also say some of our best things that we've worked on or that we're planning have come from ideas from teammates. So if there's something that you think, hey, this might be really valuable for other people um, and their families, don't be afraid to reach out to one of us crew members or um, hit us up on Yammer as well. And how can people become more involved with crew if they'd like to do that? I would say, you know, email us at crew. It's dollar sign crew. Uh, find one of our team members, which we can you can find on the SharePoint site. Uh, but also post questions you may have on Yammer. Um, that our Yammer page, we do want to make that more of a community page, like. If you have a child with some maybe health issues or, you know, something's going on in your life, you know, if you're not afraid to post something, I'm sure there's someone out in our community that can maybe help you through that time. So I, I hope that people can um, use that space to help each other. And if you don't feel comfortable, maybe crew, we can do something for you and find those resources for you. And if you're really passionate about, you know, um, helping lead the crew team, we just went through an application period, and I think we're going to be planning to grow our team a little bigger. Um, but annually, when we do these ERG offerings for applications, feel free to plug in or um, reach out to us and see what it's all about. You're competing for applicants with Roots, Ryan, so... Well, we'll take the best ones, and then you can have the rest. <laughs> that, would, that would include me, for sure. No, thank you for all that great information. That wraps up our podcast questions. So thank you, Ryan and Tessa, for joining me on Strengthen Your Roots this month. It was great to talk with you both about the Crew ERG and to learn more about your backgrounds. And to all the listeners, we hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, please email dollar sign roots with questions, comments, feedback, or other ideas for future episodes. Also, don't forget to answer the podcast ponder question on Yammer for a chance to win some great Roots swag, and it'll definitely be worth your time to do that. Come back next month to hear from some of the Roots leadership team about 2023 goals, and don't forget to keep an eye on the Roots SharePoint site for upcoming events and recordings from past events. Thanks all, and have a great day. Thank you for joining us on Strengthen Your Roots. We hope you'll join us again on our next episode.